1: What's
2: up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official Challenge
3: podcast, where we go behind the scenes of the Challenge All-Stars. And today, guys, we are getting into part one of what is already looking like an epic final.
2: Yes, and we will be joined by the man behind the final and the entire season, the executive producer and showrunner, Justin Booth, so stick around for that interview.
3: I cannot wait to ask him so many questions about all all of the pain the <laughs> foodie puts us through. Yeah. I am really excited to talk about this episode though. This uh, final was crazy. So let's get started. Okay.
2: All right, let's dive into this episode, Anissa, with your favorite segment, Time Bomb. No. Which is? is your favorite segment? <laughs> it's not. It's never been. <laughs> it's a 22 second recap in honor of the 22 badass challengers that came back on the All Star Show. So, Anissa, you are up first because you are the OG. Are you ready? In three,
3: two, one, go! Oh, shit, it's the final. We get there. We got to solve a tangram. Whoever's first gets paired up, gets in a canoe. I hope yours doesn't tip the canoe and fall over like mine did. Then you get to the first checkpoint. And then whoever's last gets out of the final. And there's only eight people going for it. And then you got to build a bike. Then you got to go up a hill. And then you got to eat Carolina Reapers and run around a bit and, like, solve more puzzles. And um, that's it so far for the first part of the final. Okay. Way to sum it up. Legitimately summed it up in 22 seconds. I mean, I'm going to try...
2: To hit the details in the middle Dude, because are, you summed it up so well.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, I don't know if you hear that. Go. Uh, Tori is now a bird watcher. So she's been feeding birds outside of her place in Jersey. and um, I prefer
2: crazy bird lady.
3: <laughs> well, whatever. I'm surprised your cat isn't trying to kill them. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Just saying.
2: All right. I'm going to do this 22-second recap. I'm going to try to get every detail that you missed, which was, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do that, but I'm going to try.
3: Okay. You're gonna do the best that you can because you always do. All right, Tori, you got three seconds to start. Okay. In three, two. One. Alright, everybody knows my girl Anisa is good at puzzles, and
2: guess what happened? She finishes that 10 grand first and bop, 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 in the canoe, out and her finish first. That's absolutely not true. They actually miss the canoe because they tip. Tippity tip tip tip. I don't think out knows how to canoe, but Anissa does, so things will be saved. Don't worry because Derek and a get eliminated. They have to go home first, which is really sad. Always sucks to get eliminated. If I don't been there, done that. Next they have to build a bike. Whoever thought about building a bike? It's not something I wanted to do unless I bought the builders, my partner. But don't worry, yes. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. <laughs>
3: By Bob the Builder, I can't wait. I can't wait to get into this episode.
2: Yeah, it was and good. I can't wait to talk
3: to Justin because it just, I really just had to say that again because it it was crazy.
2: Yeah, what do All you right. think the play
3: of the day was? I mean, it's so hard not to want to give it to myself. Hey, take it, um, and Alton for for finishing that puzzle first and surviving. A capsize. Yeah. And still getting points for yeah. that part. And still not coming in last and or second to last. Mm-hmm. So we're still in it to compete and we still did not come in last. Um, but I also kind of want to give it to Big Easy because he, he was the last person, even though he is yeah, amazing at puzzles. Sometimes, like, tangrams can kick your ass because if you're really, like, frazzled, any piece can look like it could fit anywhere. Right. And clearly with tangrams, there's a specific spot for each shape. Yep. So shouts out to Big Easy for getting in there and uh, for getting it done. Yeah, I'm with you. I want to give it to, obviously, you as well.
2: But I definitely feel like Big Easy came from behind back there with Kellyanne. And I want to give the dirtiest deed to, I'm sorry, Derek, we love you, but you canoed backwards. And I just think that in a final, you can't do that. Even if you were trying to reverse back in there, like,
3: I don't know. Do you think that's the dirtiest deed? I mean, one dirty deed was uh, Darrell's mouth this episode because he was talking all that shit, <laughs> like and this. I loved it. <laughs> Thank Darrell you very much, is. Was. I feel like this is his not his breakout season, but it's really showing his personality. I feel like he doesn't get shown a lot for the funny, and um, just he's so funny. Yeah, he is. And and he is a threat in the final. But when he's just shit talking in this canoe, because it's awesome that they're actually showing these conversations people are having in their boats. Right. Because um, when you're stressed out, you just talk all types of shit oh, to yourself, yeah. to your partner, about other people, and you forget that you're actually on a TV show.
2: Yeah. You know, so it's do or
3: die. So, shout out to Durell for talking that shit. Yeah. And thank you,
2: Paramount Plus, for not bleeping it out because it is so refreshing to watch (laughs) all of these legitimate curses.
1: It's so fun to watch. It's
2: going to get worse. I can't wait. It's going to get worse. I can't wait. It's so good. Let's get into this episode. Let's talk about this Tangram puzzle. Anissa, what was it like being up there? Were you frazzled? What was it like with TJ coming up and being like, all right, guys? This this final ch- this finals going to be multiple
3: days. Like, let's talk First that. of all, I know. I was like, fuck. I think that's yeah. what I said. You heard you. Verbatim. <laughs> you yes, heard I you. heard myself. <laughs> it's just like, I know of two days, but multiple means like three. Mm. Like, what in the... There are people that haven't done this shit in 18, and you want them for three days out here in the Argentinian wilderness? hmm Like... Uh, no, brutal. Um, I know I wanted to be in the final, but did I want to be in it this badly? But uh, <laughs> it's just the whole like you gotta read, gotta read the rules first, and then you can actually start playing the game. Like mm-hmm. it's just so. I think it's anxiety provoking because you're like, yeah. okay, where do I start? Because they were like, you can read the rules, and people are already starting to do their puzzle. Yep. And I'm like, you cheating asses, like. I thought we had to, I had to finish the rules and then you could move. Yeah, but at least you got it done first. I mean, listen. <laughs> Go ahead. Go I'm, ahead, girl. I'm not going to say Talk I'm the puzzle shit. master, but I am kind of the puzzle mistress. Ooh. Just saying. I slide in and I get shit done. You really are, up.
2: though. You really are. You always pull up on some, uh, you you really do have that in the bag. I think that's what makes you like such a threat in the game. Like you are really fucking
3: good at at all of that logic and puzzle shit. Yeah, that's my stuff. That's my, that is like what I like to do. I like shit when I'm like under pressure Mm -hmm. and I really got to go. That's so Um, cool. What's, what sucked was I was, and I love Johnny. I was like, shit, I should have kept my puzzle up for her, you know, but then I'm like, it's a final. So like the moment you touch stuff, you got to toss it down. I can't believe people were like lying them down to do them. But I I will say it, I will say your puzzle pieces were sliding the whole time you were doing it. Yeah. They wouldn't stay because it was on a slant. Uh, so TJ just wanted to start it off all rickety and then you get to your canoe and they were different size canoes and a couple were like different shapes and had different seats. Then got out and sat all the way in the front. Wow. I didn't even realize that there were different shaped canoes. So it was just first come
2: first serve. Like you just grab whatever one you thought fit best. Did he know to go in the front or, or did he just sit there and then you just were kind of like, okay, fine. Because I feel like guys are typically the ones steering it in the back.
3: They are, but clearly I don't think he's ever done that before.
2: Yeah. And so did you not think to correct him or you were just like, whatever, let's just go. Like you trust me. I'm like, we have a
3: lead and I trust my my willingness to go and my strength and in canoeing. Yeah. I would be fine. Yeah. So I knew I could motivate him being behind him and push him. I also knew that like my stroke game is crazy. Oh shit! (laughs) My stroke game is (laughs) crazy.
2: Ah yes, it, and you know, girl, it you know is. how to—you sure know how to get
3: it wet. Cause let's talk about oh that my canoe. God. <laughs> and then, yeah, we then just capsized. So a uh, little too wet, a little bit of a super soaker there. <laughs> and just watching everybody go by, is like, all right, we may lose. You know, and a lot of people—I mean, people had different strategies, like same side, different side. It was cool to see the communication between the teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, because you're not going to have the same person at every checkpoint, and you can't use the same person twice, which I thought was amazing because it legitimately evens out the playing field. We only have one winner, you know? So this, I think, was the fairest way to do it. Yeah, definitely. You just didn't know who you were going to get at which point, which may or may not mess with your points. Right, because
2: you also don't know what you're picking somebody for. Like, you heard Darrell after they had – gotten up to that bike stage he's like well what am I picking my partner for and TJ was like for the next round and you don't
3: know what the next round is right and TJ wasn't trying to tell you anything.
2: Yeah. So you kind of just have to go with it at that point in time and hope that you pick somebody good, which was so great that Yes picked you for, well, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but Yes picked you right before the eating one. When I saw that it was eating, I was like, oh, shit, he picked the right partner because Anissa is the fucking beast of eating. No,
3: I'm not. I'm not. We actually have to back up and then we're going to get there. I'll tell you in a second. Okay. All right. (laughs) Let's back up first. So I guess when Easy got there – and then the best part was people's dismounts out of the canoe. They were like, oh, man, I got here and I'm dry and I didn't capsize. <laughs> Darrell fell in. Yeah. Easy fell in. Yeah. And I thought our camelbacks were going to keep our stuff dry because they said, take everything you want with you. Mm. So we had our snacks. I had an extra shirt. I had extra socks. I had oh. extra gloves. Smart. Soaked. Yeah. So when we got to the shore, we were all, like, lying there making, like, dirt angels trying to get as dry as possible because we knew, right. especially if it was going to be overnight, we were going to freeze because all right. we were doing was going up. So we get there. Hasela and Derek finally make it. They get eliminated, which was probably best for Hesela because I don't think with the fact that we are about to build a bike that she could have done it. Because her knee um, With her injury. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she could have. There was so much uphill. And just with the pedaling, you know, at the next stage, I don't think it would have been good for her. Yeah. And maybe a
2: blessing in disguise so that she didn't have to continue because
3: she's a fighter. She would have, she looked like she would have pushed the She would have, but it would have, I think it would have made, it would have been worse off for her, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, you know, small injuries can become really, really bad. And is it worth it, you know, like not being able to wear heels again and like (laughs) Southside, you know, do the things that she loves to do and be fly? Like, Estella would die if she couldn't wear her little heels again, Mm -hmm. you know, or if she couldn't like the things that we're passionate about can get taken away in two seconds if we have too much pride. You know, sometimes you just got to make the decision of like, and I think that that's how the challenge gods work this, this season. They were just like, listen, this isn't it. I was devastated though, uh, for Derek too, because I knew he wanted to be there. I wanted to be his partner in the final at some point, you know, so that, that just sucked. I knew he would have been a great addition.
2: Yeah, and you know, he like he had mentioned before he'd been waiting so long to get back on there. The last time we saw him was when we were all mercenaries together and he loved it. I mean, that was the biggest fight I've ever seen out of anybody. <laughs> he was Yeah. crazy and he loves to compete, so it sucks that it, you know, got pulled from him early, but hopefully he'll have the ability to come back. Hopefully there's a round 2 of All-Stars and he'll I'm sure mm-hmm. he'll come back. So, but at least the rest of you guys made it, which is the plus side. So you're still in the final. And you guys all yeah. capsize getting onto this sand, making sand angels. And then TJ says, pick a new partner. And then the partners change. And
3: mm-hmm. then you got to build this bike. Individually, you have to build your own bike. Yeah. But there's not even, like, a reference. Like, the bike is the only mm-hmm. – the built bike is the only reference. Mm-hmm. So Mark and I did really well, I think, at, at building it. Um yeah. And it's hard to not talk about my experience because I really wasn't looking at other people. You just have to gauge where people are and if you have to catch up. But a lot of people had trouble with this ride. Yeah. You know, my, Mark's um, Mark's pedal fell off. Uh, people's handlebars fell off. Handlebars. <laughs> people's, hand- <laughs> people's handlebars and tokens <laughs> fell off. People's handlebars <laughs> fell off. People's <laughs> tires fell off. And the brakes were not where I think the only person that got their brakes right was yes. He was like, oh, you didn't tighten the brakes with the thick. No, I didn't. Yes. And why don't you tell us? You know, thanks for thanks for the advice, friend. You know what? This
2: makes me think of a little secret play of the day in the middle of it. I think it was Darrell that was like, keep that little tool.
3: Remember that little tool that he was saying? Yeah, we kept our pump. Okay, because smart. I didn't pump my tires up enough because if, if you've ever built a bike, speaking to our audience, if you've ever built a bike, it feels like the tires are full enough and you don't want them to pop. I feel like there's an irrational fear that they'll pop. I will give you a bit of advice. Always over pump. Okay. And for guys out there, always hey. over pump. Hey. Even when you think you're done.
1: Hey. Keep on pumping. Hey. Oh,
3: <laughs> Chances are she's not. Um, and she <laughs> meaning my bike. My bike was not full. When I sat on it, it was just like, doosh, doosh, doosh. Oh. I'm like, Mark, I have no air. I have no brakes. I have no air. When his pedal fell off, I was pulling him. He was like, niece, just come with me. Like, fuck it, I'll ride. So on the downhill, I'm like pulling Mark with me. Yeah. Um. Mark was an amazing partner. Like, when I got tired, he was pulling both bikes up the hill. Like, mm-hmm. he's a monster. And I think these guys showed, well, majority of these guys showed that, uh, they're all a force, you know, and all these checkpoints are going to be different. I mean, and then we get to the end of it and it's another puzzle. Yeah.
2: But how much, like one thing that we don't really get to see as viewers is how much distance is on each of these runs or legs. Like how,
3: how far do you think the canoe was? How far do you think the bike ride was? The canoe was far as hell. Uh-huh. Because once I thought I was at the point where I'm like, ah, oh, it's right here, Alton. They were like, follow TJ's boat. I'm like, follow his boat to where? Oh, Because so once we were done with our canoe, we had to pick up our canoe and run through the woods with it and then put it back in the water. Oh, shit. Yeah. So they skipped that part. I'm like, Alton, we have to put it over our heads. He's like, trying to trying to drag it. I'm like, this is the heaviest shit. Oh, you are damn. never going to make it. Yeah.
2: we will confidential in the middle of the episode. Hello.
3: Right. I, have a, I feel like I have a few
2: more. OK. I got to remember them. But-
3: I want them all. That's amazing. That's
0: crazy. I'm going yeah, to try
3: and do what I can. Yeah. So we get to that second um, part of the checkpoint where it's to do the puzzle. And I look at it and I'm like, these are going to equal 15. But I didn't know that they had sides and that I was trying to fit them in. It was a really interesting one because it was like different shapes, different sizes and different numbers on each side. Mm. And I didn't know that I had to finish it with Mark. I thought I was just going to get the points to finish. I didn't know I could help him either. So um, that was an interesting point. You know, there's always like a little bit of gray area in finals where you're like, don't know if you can touch it. Like, you don't want to get penalized for anything, but you also want to do the right thing. And you know, so I figured I had to make up time there. Yeah. So
2: then obviously after you guys do this star math puzzle, I guess that's what we'll call Mm -hmm. it. Then
3: you guys Mm -hmm. have to go on this, he calls it a sprint. And clearly this is not a sprint. (laughs) When I like, tell you, it's so deceiving. Every corner was just a straight up hill, and you know, Tori, you're not first of all, there's so much dust, yeah, from the it's just mud, mm-hmm. like d- dirt, and you're in the shrubs. It's hot, it's dry, but it's also like the altitude is changing yep. too because you're going up a mountain, right? In Argentina, and, for that matter, yeah, and. Um, you know, Easy and I ran for a little bit and then I was like, yeah, he was like, we could just chill. And we finished like two minutes or three minutes behind everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it seems longer because they all were with each other. Right. And maybe had Easy and I ran for a little bit longer in the beginning, we probably would have been right with them. But I'm like, there's always time to catch up. Yep. For sure. There's always equalizers. There's
2: puzzles. There are so many things that... Like, these sections, they matter for that
3: part, but there's not always going to be a sprint, so-called, in every section. Well, yeah, because what we've seen is, so far in the final, is do something and then get there and do something else. And that something else is what's going to determine if you get first, second, third, or fourth. Right. And then after you you do this, quote-unquote, sprint... You end up at the
2: these plates and you see these, what we thought were dates a few episodes ago, but are for sure. Clearly <laughs> <Literally> not. <laughs> Carolina Reapers talked to me about
3: eating those. What was that experience like for you? So we run there and I'm like, oh, hell no. I guess it's like, okay, babe, we got to do this. And I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I said that to him. I literally said that because I watched... Nehemiah dry heave and I have Mm -hmm. if no one knows like the biggest fear of vomit. So dry heaving which I think I've done one time in my life is so like the anticipation of vomiting or dry heaving is so frightening to me that I'm like yes I don't think I could do it. I literally said that to his face and then I saw him do it. He was like you can do it. I'm like you know what I can. I mean you see me talking to myself during this final world. I'm like you're not a pussy. Yeah. Like just having these like little pep talks. And um, I bit it, and sw- I swallowed both of them with my uh, with my Camelback, my water, because I wasn't gonna chew them.
1: Mm. I chewed them
3: a little bit, um, and then I solved that puzzle first. So Which you didn't even clutch. really chew them; you just swallowed them whole. Um, no, I bit the, I tore them in half, and then okay. I did it because the seeds are what's spicy, right? And you really don't want to chew it, right? So I was like. Okay, well, if they're whole or halves, then they're going to take a little bit longer to um, digest. Right. And I'm not going to get that instant sizzle. Right, which everybody clearly experienced because people were dropping, like, flies after that. Right. And I'm imagining, holy sh- Like, they were like, well, you can get refreshments after this. Like, we're going to help you out with your ma-. I'm like, oh, awesome. We're getting milk. So I'm like, yes, we're going to get some milk. We're going to be okay. Like, just kind of feeding him with that because- he was struggling on... The, this is the only part, I think, of the final so far where I've seen, yes, like, not feel well. Okay. Um. So on the way up, you just see, like, Kellyanne... At one point, Darrell picks up Kellyanne, and she's, I guess, gagging over his shoulder, and then... So Darrell picked up Ruthie too. and... Young yep.
2: Killian. Wow, yep.
3: Darrell. That's probably why we haven't been partners yet. He was like, "Give me them tiny girls for these hills." I see uh, you cheating out there, Darrell. <laughs> <laughs> trying to carry these chicks like little satchels. <laughs> you shit, and Darrell. <laughs> I'm going to carry Darrell if I get partnered with him. I'll Ooh, put him right over my shoulder.
2: Okay. Obviously, these Carolina Reapers are tearing people apart. And this episode ends off with this huge cliffhanger because we don't know if Darrell's going to quit or not. Like like he said, he's been in four finals. He has won every single one. So, like, obviously, it's like you would expect Darrell to stay in and, like, hang this one out. But, like, it leaves us on a cliffhanger. Is Darrell going to stay in this final? Is he not? And he said, like, you want to just spill the tea right now since you're here?
3: Just tell us what happens. No. Okay. We'll just have to wait and see if uh, these people can make it. These Carolina Reapers are the devil. Yeah. I mean, they definitely look like they are. Not easy. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to talk to uh, Justin later and uh, say no thank you to the Carolina <laughs> Reapers because it was so rude and yeah. it burned going look- in and coming out.
2: I think it's only fair, and he said that if they roasted your stomach, you have every right to
3: roast Justin in this next interview. So
2: stay
1: tuned, guys. I'm gonna roast the shit
3: out of him. Consider him skewered (laughs) or (laughs) rotisserieed. Either way, I'm roasting that ass.
2: Okay. All right, well, stay tuned, guys, because that's coming up
3: next.
4: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
5: There's joy in every journey.
3: We are now coming to one of my favorite, favorite parts of the podcast where we get to interview someone. And today we get to interview a very, 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 very special man who um, has been a part of this for as long as I've been doing it, who um, is in charge of putting us through hell season <laughs> after season after season. I'd like to welcome Justin Booth, who is our executive producer and the showrunner. Woo! Welcome, Justin. Hey,
4: hey, hey. What's happening?
3: Nothing. How are you doing?
4: <laughs> doing good. Doing good. I'm enjoying uh, enjoying watching our show.
2: Yeah, this is an amazing season. I tell Anissa all the time, like so nostalgic, so much fun, like the competition just feels good. It doesn't feel like there's like a lot of negative energy attached to it. So I am loving this addition to the challenge family of shows.
4: Yeah, no, that's good. We're excited about it. And it's it's fun to, to kind of flash back to where it all began, you know, so we're, we're really enjoying all the nostalgia that's attached to it and just kind of getting back to our roots. It's been a lot of fun.
3: Absolutely. I feel like before I drill you on everything, (laughs) I want to let the people know, you know, what are your main responsibilities besides putting us through hell, making us eat weird shit and running until we die? um, What is your main role on the show?
4: Um, Well, as a showrunner for, for challenge, you know, it's it's kind of multifaceted we do do a little bit of everything you know from the from the original casting of the show all the way to the creative and all the games and the development of all that stuff the scouting all you know the locations and put all that together and then put a team together and go out and shoot it so it's kind of you know i oversee everything in this position as a showrunner oversees every every aspect of the game
2: yeah so. And you obviously like worked long and hard to get in the position that you're at now because, like you said to Anissa, like you guys have kind of grown up together in this world. So, like, can you? Explain... He's older than me. Yeah, but I'm talking about your, your
1: careers.
2: <laughs> <You're>, yeah. Sorry. And he says, like, no. <laughs> I mean, like, I was a child was when true. I started. Like your careers, you guys have grown together career-wise on this show. So, Justin, would you mind just talking about how early you started on this challenge and how your job has changed over time?
4: Yeah, no, it's funny. I, I, I saw a picture, Anissa, the other day of you and I in Trinidad, and you oh. look like you're about 11 years old, <laughs> and I look like I'm about 15
3: years old. I love <laughs> it.
4: Unbelievable. Oh, so,
3: yeah. that was a great time. Yeah. That was a great season. I mean,
4: that is so long ago, but,
3: yeah,
4: you know, I started on road rules, actually. So, Road Rules was 2002. When I when I came on to Road Rules, it was 2002, and then from Road Rules, I went to Challenge, just as a as a you know as a number two, and uh, a number two meaning that I was you know I, I helped the showrunner run everything, and and from there we started. The Inferno was the first time that I was handed the reins to actually run the entire show. So it's been a long time; oh, it's wow. been sixteen years. So, Wait,
3: uh, what were you doing on Road Rules?
4: uh i was on road rules 12 and 13 so south pacific Mm -hmm. and then extreme i was a coordinating producer i was a segment producer actually on 12 and then a coordinating producer on 13
3: so you
4: know long long time ago
3: wow i remember those days
4: like i say i mean 12 is where i met abe and Derek. yeah they look like babies you know if i look at pictures of those guys it's unbelievable anyway yeah Yeah. time flies yeah (laughs) (laughs) it does
2: Yeah, it's amazing to watch, though. I mean, and, like, since then, you guys have obviously put in so much work to make this blow up into one of the best shows, if not the best show on TV ever. And now you have All-Stars. But there's obviously a lot of prep that goes into this entire process. So how long do you have to start working on a season before it actually gets into casting or before we even step foot in front of TJ?
4: Before y'all arrive, before the cast arrives, we would have been working on it for at least three months, if not four, you know, I, typically I come on first and, and start the the initial prep and, and the location surveys and all that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, we've been, we've been doing it on average three to four months prior to y'all, your arrival.
1: But so.
3: that's crazy. Cause I'm like, if there's a show that's ending and then the time between the show, that's going to start like the next season of something, are you already thinking of something while you're finishing Mm. Yeah, because I was like, that's the only reason you'd be able to do it. I'm like once I once double agent stopped and then All Stars started, I mean, you didn't have you had like five weeks. So,
4: yeah, no, which is why we've you know, we've expanded to to where I I was doing everything for a while for for years and years. Obviously, you remember that, and Mm -hmm. you know, I was I was only in the US for like four months a year. Wow. Because I was always gone doing all this other stuff. And so now we've expanded. We have Emer Harkin who's running shows mm-hmm. and now Ryan Smith who's running shows. These guys also just like me came up through the ranks and, and are, are fantastic. And so
0: mm-hmm.
1: now
4: what that allows us to do is kind of you know be a little bit more civilized with how we manage our preparation
1: mm-hmm.
3: So Well, speaking <laughs> of more civilized, how do working on All Stars <laughs> compare to other seasons?
4: The, the creative was fantastic. Like I say, it was, it, it got us a, it gave us a chance to kind of go back in time and kind of re-explore what, how this all started. Right. But you still want to to stay with the times and kind of apply what we know now from having done 35 seasons of the show mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of reapply it to some of the things that got us here in the first place. And so that was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a new challenge. Yeah. And you know, we, Hope that we pulled that off with, with All-Stars, too. Obviously, y'all came in. A lot of these guys hadn't played the game in forever. And the first game that they're thrown into is is in freezing cold water, having to dive down to, to release these trunks. You know, it's not easy what, what they did first. But it's far more difficult than anything they had to do back when we started. Mm-hmm. I think Amisa could probably attest to that. But, when we were doing chicken suit runs and things like that. You know.
3: <laughs> Thank yeah. God. I, I actually wasn't. You didn't cast me for those seasons. Thank you. Um, But I actually feel like the stuff that we were doing on All Stars, you could totally mix up and throw on MTV, like in the other challenge. Like, I don't think the first challenge was ridiculous. Like, we never swim without life jackets. I mean, I can count on one hand, let alone dive down for something that I could not get off that stupid line. But... You know, it's it's fear and the the ability to swim and the ability to like, you know, take that chance and go down there and dive. And then you got math and all this other stuff. I'm like, this is something I could see on a regular season, along oh, with every sure. other thing we did. So I feel like you didn't let yeah. up at all. You were like, I don't care if you're gone. You've been gone for 15 years. I'm still going to hit you with the shit right now. Like yeah. you're about to fear right. for your life. Like, no, we're not playing hopscotch in the backyard.
4: Yeah, no, I mean, they, they were certainly reboots but you know the the genesis of that obviously is from the beginning you know from our roots yeah. and so no i'm not going to i'm not going to cut you all slack especially you know because the all-stars mix is some people like yourself who are still very much involved in, in all of this you know the mm-hmm. competition you're you're still up you're still one of the big athletes in the game so it's not really fair to make something so easy that you steamroll through everybody else who hasn't done it
3: before. i mean or maybe it would have been great right. <laughs> And he's just like, throw no, me a fucking I, bone. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I felt very confident this season. So, thank you. No, I was fine because I'm used to it. You're right. I'm, I'm used yeah. to. it.
4: Right. Yeah, yeah. Y'all are. Y'all are still. You're. You're active athletes in the game. So.
2: How do you feel I like? like the that? How do you feel like the reaction has been with people watching it? I mean, I know I'm obsessed with it, but have you seen like positive reactions to the season?
4: Yeah, I've seen a ton. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the the feedback that we're getting is is great. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like it's it's the right show at the right time. We're all yeah. coming out of all this crappy, this crappy last year that we've all had to deal with and all the bullshit that that's entailed. And, and so this is just a breath of fresh air. And so I think everybody's excited about it. It's been great. It's been great. You know, people have been complimenting me on it that I'm like, you watch this, you know, you watch, you watch this stuff. So, yeah, it's been great.
2: I mean, apparently there are a lot of stars that actually watches. Like Anissa's got some fans over there, aka Drake, who watches the show now. Like, how crazy is that? Some of these big ass celebrities are watching a show that you helped to groom.
4: Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. I, look, you know, it, it used to be one of these things that was kind of a guilty pleasure, but I feel like over the over the past few years, it's we've legitimized ourselves as a real, you know, I mean, it's it's we're still entertainment but it's a competition mm-hmm. and it's and it's a tough competition. It's not something that anybody can do. And we've proven that we brought in big time athletes who, mm-hmm. you know, by all rights should be able to just motor right on through and they can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, that's, yeah. you know, testament to, to all the other guys who are in this game. You know, it's, it's a hard game. And so I hope that the fans of, of that, you know, see all of that. And, and that's why they're watching
2: And that's definitely why they're watching. I mean, like, it is 100% a hard game. But I'm also sure it's hard for you guys behind the scenes, too. Like, there's so much planning. There's so much, just everything that goes into making this game as amazing and as special as it is. So, like, going into this episode, just talking about the final and all of the amazing stuff that they had to do in this first part amazing I mean it was amazing That's to watch. one way of <laughs> it was okay. amazing to watch it was amazing to watch it was great not being in it I loved watch I loved rooting for you and Issa. you fucking crushed it <laughs> like it was amazing to watch so like but from a production standpoint how much planning do you have to do before that final starts like are you planning the final before the season even starts or are you guys planning that stuff during the season
4: um you you know oftentimes unfortunately because of the timetable we're we're starting to put that together once we land on the Mm. location you know um certainly the you know you kind of come up with a framework and you talk talk to the studio about all that stuff before but you don't you know you kind of have to sit there and feel where you are and feel how the game's gonna go and feel how y'all do with with certain things to kind of really be able to to fine-tune those those finals you know Mm -hmm. they um Obviously, they some some of them can look somewhat similar, but they're all very different, and they are all tailored to the, the players that are playing the game for that season. So,
3: have you ever come up with an idea and people are like, Justin, absolutely not! Like the, the
4: kids the are gonna die all the time. Okay, man. All the time.
3: I figured. Yeah. I figured I wasn't the only one thinking like, oh, why are we doing this? But like you come up with some pretty, it must be hard, like season after season to come up with different ideas, not only just the games, but the final, like, let me make this final more challenging and or how do I make it different than any other one? And how do people not look at me like I'm crazy when I'm Mm. like, so they're going to jump off this cliff and then they're going to eat this animal's body part. And then they're gonna drink some blood, and they're gonna run over here, and they're gonna do something else, and they're gonna canoe for seven hours. Like, it's just, it's crazy.
2: Who says no to you? So I can send them an edible arrangement because they clearly need
4: <laughs> uh, they, they clearly yeah. need a gift. The, the MTV gang does Dan and Leanne and Jared, and oh. so you can you can thank those guys.
3: Awesome. So, Listen, they probably noted. don't want to do it. That's why. No offense. You
4: know, but- look we we just wanna i, I certainly never want to put you on a position where you might might be hurt but and and, and that's why i'm injured from testing all these games for so long you know uh, but mm-hmm. it's just more fun to to see how you deal with it and, and 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 a lot of y'all have really grown as human beings because you've learned that you can do a lot more than you thought you could or that, that you true. told yourself that you could and that's the mm-hmm. game, you know. It's to see you grow and to see you to go, fuck, dude. I can really do this. I'm, I'm actually way more of a badass than I thought I was. You know? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's the the emotion that we're all chasing. It's not just because I like to see you. I'm not so masochistic that I want you to just suffer. You know, that's you not sure
3: so mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about perseverance. No, I get it because no, the game isn't just physical. It's when I feel mm-hmm. like it's sometimes the least physical, where it's like. How do I tell my brain that my body doesn't hurt right now? You right. know, like, how do I trick myself into, like, going yeah. into, like, the depths of my soul to make me take 10 more steps or 20 more steps or just one more hour or, you know, to yeah. take this last bite? Like, it really is like a mind over matter thing
4: at the end of it. For sure. Yeah. I mean, how hard is it to stand stand up without doing anything else and just don't go to sleep?
2: That's what I was going it? to say. It's it is. not really actually. that
4: hard, but it's real hard, you know?
2: But it's really fucking hard. So hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so hard. I mean, you you don't realize how hard it is for your feet to stand that long until you do it. Until you have sta- stood outside all night and literally watched the sun go down and then come back up. You like you don't know how hard that is until you do it. It's the hardest thing in the world.
4: It's yeah. It's uh. That, you know, man. It's it is hard. Sleep deprivation and things like that. Which you know, if you look at it on paper, you're like, big deal. I'm not gonna sleep for a while. But that's it's it's way more of a mind mind. F. I don't know if I can cuss yeah. on this thing
3: or not. So. Yeah, you can. <laughs> we already have. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. No, I totally get it.
2: Yeah. So, like, obviously, like, in this final, TJ mentions that – um it's going to be a multi-day final and like everybody at all-stars is the first first moment is like what the fuck so I think that like people weren't under not that they underestimated how hard this was going to be but I think that some of them definitely did so do, did you get like crazy feedback from the people who came and did all-stars like any negative feedback for how hard it was
4: uh, I mean, negative. Yeah, you, you definitely outside of the Anisas and the Darrell's and these guys who are used to kind of go, doing that. The, yeah, they, it was a, a big oh shit moment for all of the all the guys who were just coming back after not playing for 10 years because, you know, the finals were very different back then. But um, largely after the all of y'all are angry at me right after everybody, <laughs> you know like during during and right after everybody's pissed off at me but after you've had some sleep and had a chance to digest it I think everybody's really had. you know it's a a good experience again everybody's stoked that they fucking did it you know yeah that's so that's that's that's, the feedback has been positive after a little while
2: totally yeah just need some sleep did you have any favorites going into this final like obviously you've known some of these people for a while so was it like hard not to choose someone to root for (sighs)
4: oh man this is a political question
2: Um, (laughs) welcome to the game
4: (laughs) right right no i i I certainly have the guys that i like to see do well and and i like to see you know kind of graduate to feeling better about themselves um but i don't have a, a favorite no do we sometimes you know wager on who might do good on a certain game absolutely you know, that's amazing. But, uh, yeah.
3: What but, were the wagers about my canoeing and puzzle skills? Not to make it about me, but to make it about me.
4: Hey, listen, you you kept your head. You know, I mean, your canoe flipped over, dude. That's a it's a big deal. You know, so yeah. y'all you kept your head and you recovered well. That's 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 the takeaway from that. Y'all got back up. You finished. You didn't get eliminated. That's the. You Know that that's those are those are the cool moments in this game,
3: yeah. Yeah, you know what else was a cool moment? How you avoided saying that anybody was a favorite for you in that, <laughs> but that's okay. I won't pressure you to say my name, it's totally <laughs> fine.
4: But you'll always be one of my favorites. I mean, I've Aww. known you since that.
3: Well, listen, that works for me you, yeah. since yeah. I was no wait. Jeff Jenkins was, were you there on Battle of Sexes One, two yeah but, but I was was in the first Santa Fe one.
4: I was in Santa Fe
3: how old were you
4: then? I was 29
3: wow in... yeah, little baby oh. booth yeah. <laughs> little baby booth I will tell I could, you I could have been a su- player southern hot stuff player. back yeah. in the day you Ooh. would have killed us I think I think I don't know how you would have done socially but I feel like athletically you would have dominated that I think that you have the wherewithal to withstand a lot of things that people can uh,
4: maybe back then not not so much anymore but maybe <laughs> back then i've gotten soft Could you imagine i'm a dad in the now house with anymore,
3: us oh so. i love What's that, that? <laughs> i can't imagine you in the house with us but i'm trying to think of it it makes me giggle <laughs> 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 with like fessy and all these guys like poking their chest out and you being like listen i don't really have time for this shit i'm go outside. <laughs> like you know have a beer by the fire and go to bed
4: right <laughs> right right <laughs> Yeah, no, that's but that's part of the game. That's what makes this such. You know, I mean, the, that's what. That's why the big time athletes can't do it, because yeah. that's just as you know, that's just as important yeah. as the the athletic part. Is all is the politics and, the, man, I mean, the politics can be applied to real life over and over and over again. So it's that's what makes this game mm-hmm. so cool and so different than any other game.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And I also love like, just to bring it back to the final, like in the final, you have all these different checkpoints and sometimes people thrive at them and sometimes they don't. Like we saw out in the canoe that obviously wasn't his forte, but like, you know, Anissa can kill a puzzle. So like, how important is it for you as a producer to have these moments for people where they can get ahead and then like have an equalizer almost in in a, in an aspect that maybe they wouldn't be good at before.
4: Yeah. Well, it's super important because you don't, You know, everybody's good at something, right? Yeah. Everybody, everybody that all of our players can certainly excel at one thing, but very few can excel at all things. And and there's Mm -hmm. not one thing that's more important than the other. And so the these equalizers, as you say, you know, it's it's designed to where you get the best all-around performance from from your players. So Mm -hmm. it's not Mm -hmm. it's not like we're we're nerfing the the game because we want to let the slow people catch up or anything like that. It's every single checkpoint is just as important as, as the other, you know, and it's designed to come out with the most well-rounded you know, player at the end.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what I was telling her. Like, even if you were last on the bike, you could have been first to finish the puzzle. It wouldn't matter how your bike ride was because if you finished the puzzle first, you got five points. Yeah. You know, or you, you know, you have the rum, but then all, you know, then you're eating pepper. I don't know.
4: And we Hold get on. rid of the gender. Obligate There's accident. any gender discrepancy that anybody would argue with this. this, Listen, you know, gender is the least important factor, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to ne- these kinds of games. It's just it's just all in the head. It's especially everything. when it's they're running men. together.
2: Yeah. Especially right. when they're yeah. running when they're running together. It's like, well, you're running with a girl or you're running with a guy anyway. So therefore, right. Your partner is of the opposite sex.
3: And you're yep. tethered to them. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. not like they could get far ahead of you unless they start dragging you, which would be awful to watch um and probably awful to get dragged
4: Mm -hmm. for sure for sure
3: do you ever feel like um
2: bad when you see somebody like not doing too well in a final or you see a challenger struggling
4: uh not i don't necessarily feel bad unless i know the potential of that person and them not realizing their own potential if that makes sense Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. so I feel bad for people who didn't quite believe in themselves. I don't feel bad for somebody who's given it their best and they just suck at it. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's just (laughs) winning and losing. That's, that's the game. But, but sometimes I do feel bad when I'm like, I know, I know that they have it in them and they, and they don't realize that, you know, that that's kind of a bummer. And, 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 and sometimes we have players back that finally do realize that. And other times we don't, you know,
3: so. Yeah. Well, I think it was nice because people had a chance to have partners that could kind of push them, you know, Mm -hmm. because I know I get in my head a lot about certain parts that I'm not super um, confident about. And then I'll start talking to myself, but it also takes that of like some other person that can offer words of encouragement. So I definitely think having partners and switching partners throughout the final definitely, I mean, helped with how I competed you know, I had one person depending on me, but at the same time, I also had somebody pushing me or someone yeah. who I had to encourage. So I think that definitely, um, was a positive thing. Yeah, it definitely well, can go in the opposite direction though.
4: Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, we, we did it with free agents, um, where we did something, a model kind of pretty much very, very similar anyway. And and it's, it's awesome. I love it. You know, I, yeah. I, I would like to, to apply it often. So, because I think it, it again, you get to see the the most well-rounded player who deals with whatever it, it is the best, you
2: know? right? Yeah. Whether it be a puzzle or whether it be your partner who maybe exactly. is not right. right, totally. How important do you think it is? Like, how important do you think communication plays a role in a in a final like this?
4: Super important, mm-hmm. and and positivity, you know. And I and I'm yeah. not. It's funny that I would even say that because I'm not the most positive guy. About- <laughs> I was <laughs> gonna <laughs> say. Know, yeah. but, but oftentimes the guys who keep their chin up, they're the ones who do the best. You know.
2: Yeah.
4: It's easy mm-hmm. to just turn on your partner and go, "My fucking god, you suck." You know. Yeah. And, and then now now you're only not only are you taking yourself down, you're making them feel bad, and so they're not gonna give you that anyway. So it's a, it's, mm-hmm. it's again testament to positivity and, and just going, just keep going
2: totally and and i know that like you know you probably don't necessarily feel bad for people because like you like to see people's growth like you were saying before but like when you see somebody like Derek, who's obviously like a true fan of this game he loves to run these finals and he had to go home first like what does it feel like from your standpoint from somebody who's known for so long to see him go home in that first leg of the final
4: um i mean look that guy doesn't quit he, he, he is the last – he he would be, if, if you asked me, who, who would be the last person to quit, period, and he, he's the first name out of my mouth.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: but how hard is it to, to get on YouTube and learn how to use a community?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: I mean, and, and we've done enough of these games, and Derek has no real excuse not to come down on him because I love the guy, but he should know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, So mm-hmm. that's his fault. So I don't feel bad about that. You know, Mm -hmm. come on, man! You don't know how to canoe. It's not we. We've been using canoes for nearly two decades. So, right. You know, so that's that's kind of my takeaway with that. I mean, Hasella obviously doesn't have the experience Derek does. So I'm I'm much more forgiving to those players than I am to somebody like Derek, who's done a million of these things, and he should know how to use a canoe. He should.
3: But to be honest, I think that worked out in her favor, though. I was telling Tori earlier because I don't, I don't think she would have been able with her knee to to run anything.
4: Nora, yeah, and and that's a bummer too when somebody gets hurt and you're like, oh man, they're not gonna be able to do it, you know. And then unfortunately with this game, you take they take somebody down with them in, in some cases. Not this case. Hasilla right. had no – Hasilla did not take Derek down, you know. So yeah. in in yeah. a way, it's a good thing because they just didn't get it done together.
3: That's exactly how I feel too. Yeah, because yeah, when you were like uh, when you brought up like came up with that rule like you know if you quit your partner's done too I'm like this whole game is mm-hmm. just a whole like it's not just about you right you know like you're you have the fate of somebody else you know in your hands too and I'm like shit which is scary why am I here why did I want to be here yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. I'm I'm grateful that I was you know play my cards right this time but um yeah it definitely humbles you in a way and like kind of puts you in check when you have to work for two Mm-hmm.
1: For sure
2: and like when they're out there busting that ass when they're running up mountains and kayaking 80,000 miles or canoeing 80,000 miles whatever it is what is your job what are you doing are you sitting in a van eating a Twinkie and not that you look like you eat Twinkies but right. are you enjoying a nice snack
4: <laughs> no we you know we we're with you the whole way um that that particular game obviously we didn't all jump on boats and, and try to we, we had to meet everyone at the second Checkpoint. So we had a long four-wheel drive through the wilderness, you know, mm-hmm. blast off to once everybody was in the water, then we had our, our crews that are taking care of that part of the show. And then we run and meet you at checkpoint too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. And we don't, you know, we we also don't sleep. and in, Wow. In, in our,
2: so you're sleep. going through it too.
4: Oh, yeah. We, we definitely yeah. go through it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so you've obviously been there for many a finals. So out of all of the finals that you have been a part of, or you've just watched. What do you think the toughest final ever has been?
4: I've thought about this actually. Um,
3: <laughs> do you think about <laughs> this? You think about this right. at night, I like thought how can I? This. Ooh, I thought about this one.
4: <laughs> no, but I have. You know, I've, I've thought about what, who, you know, what. What is the hardest combination, physical and mental? finale that we've ever done. And they're all very difficult. So I don't want to sell any of them short. You know, they are all very different. Um, But I would say that recently war of the worlds was a really tough, you know, because they they had to deal with heat and it was dry and the sleep deprivation. And and that, that was a real tough one. And then I would say that the rivals finale, Mm. which was also in Argentina, Back in the day, that's when Paula won her first uh, challenge.
1: Yeah, that, they sent me that finale. Me was a that.
4: that was a brutal, brutal, you know, finale. And then our one day finales, which I think I think the cutthroat finale was, even though it was only one day, it was only like fourteen hours. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that that's harder than some of our two day finales.
1: Wow!
3: Which cool. one was the one where Wes got taken out? Say. It they all got medically removed from whatever. They were like, I guess they were, were they in Prague? They were like, all of a sudden it was like a hundred degrees.
4: Yeah. That was Prague. That was cutthroat. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was puking, dry heaving. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a brutal, I mean, because of like you say that you were on a airplane tarmac and then all of a sudden, you know, in Prague, it got to be a hundred degrees out there, which made it 110 degrees on the tarmac. And so everybody was just, I mean, and, and everybody's still powered through, you know, even if they were, they didn't want, nobody wanted to quit, but we had to medically take off, off several. Same with War of the Worlds. We had to pull a couple of people off of that one, too. You know? Yeah, that one looked yeah.
3: so I hard. watched it. I'm like, absolutely no, Justin. Like, so you know which ones, ones to them. cast me for and which ones to leave me out of. <laughs> I would have been like, absolutely. A, I mean, one. I still would have tried. I, I mean, clearly, but they look like they were going to, uh Yeah. Just falling off bikes, just people just kept falling.
4: (laughs) But you know, it's not it's not because the the what they did was very different than in other places. But the desolation of the desert, yeah, it's just kind of a fuck, you know, and and it's just sand dunes in every direction as far as the eye can see, and I think it's just demoralizing. Yeah. So it's harder to kind of keep your mental up in in that kind of an environment. Whereas if you're in, you know, the tropics and you're like, oh, look, there's a monkey and a tree and a coconut, beautiful water. And there's a yacht, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Different different scenarios, you
2: know. Yeah. Thailand, that final was beautiful. Like it was hard, but like you said, like you got to like see how beautiful Thailand was. Right. Like I couldn't imagine like being in a desert doing something like that. Like I would be seeing mirages of water everywhere. There's no
3: end
4: there. Well, they would get to the top of a hill, you know, thinking that they might be close. And then it was just hills and hills and hills and hills as far as the eye could see. So there was, you know, it's just, it's a different mind fuck.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, listen, there are so many mind fucks, like big and small in these finals. And I think one of them for sure sure. is eating. So Mm -hmm. do you think personally, Justin, that it would be harder to eat a Carolina Reaper or like, one of those plates that was in double agents with like the sheep face and the balls and the blood.
4: Uh, personally. Yeah. Personally. I mean, just personally, I, w- I wouldn't want to eat the spicy stuff. What? <laughs> yeah. Cause it
3: stays
2: no, I, uh, <laughs> I,
4: I, I, It's not because your stomach is going to torture you for the rest of the game. Right. Whereas the rest of it, you hold your breath, man, chew it up, close your eyes, just get it, get it, get it out of the way. You know, mean, it's, it's like, it's not, It's not gonna be spicy. Although, I mean, burping up sheet balls while you're running.
1: (laughs) Um,
3: But
4: the spice, man, and and it looked like, you can ask, you know, I mean, it it looked like the spice really bothered everybody. Yeah. Climbing up the hill. Wait,
3: people had to test that. Sure. How did that go? (laughs) (laughs) Who tested that?
4: (laughs) Yeah. um, We had, well, now we have testers that do that stuff. We
3: have Carolina Reaper
4: testers. People we that test the analogies.
3: I want to know what, how they felt. How did they react?
4: Awful. I mean,
3: awful. They,
4: they're not making, they're not, the stakes are different, right? So you have to, you have to understand that these guys aren't, you know, they're not going for half a million dollars. They're just making whatever it is their daily wage. Right. They're, so they're, it's an imposition <laughs> to those guys. And they're like, right. okay, great. So it's, you know, what I will say is it affected them more than it did the players, because the players have, you know, they're like, that's just something in the way of the players getting to where they're going.
0: Gotcha. Whereas
4: the testers are like, fuck, I'm going to eat this, and now I'm all fucked up for, you know, for hours. But they threw oh, up. God. You know, they did everything. All the same kind of reactions, even even somewhat works. You know, they were... It was a, yeah.
2: So brave. Wow. Yeah. Well, this yeah. episode, this episode ends off with Darrell. We don't know if he's going to stay in the game or not, because his Carolina Reaper was... Obviously super hot. So was it so fun to cast this season just because you know so many of the old players?
4: Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, no. And and, and wondering what they're up to and how, what, do, what do they look like? Yeah. You know, all, all <laughs> <of> the-
1: <laughs> Yes.
4: It, very cool. Very cool. No.
3: I was wondering what everyone was going to look like too when they got there. I was so happy to see Tech. Yeah. Like certain people just... The characters we had back in the day were just like these... Really vibrant, one of a kind kind of people. Not saying that we don't have that now, but real world really got to tell people stories. So, like, they mm-hmm. came into the challenge and you knew who they were.
1: Right. You know, and right. there was only yeah.
3: one tech, there was only one Ruthie and like Amaya and Colin, like all those people from that seat. Like, you know, you had Puck, you had all of these names and these people. So, seeing tech, I was like, this is a kind of entertainment like you pay to see. Yeah. Like, he's such true. an awesome guy. So you pay it was really Paramount exciting. Plus subscription. I'm paying a Paramount Plus <laughs> and I'm on it. So
2: <laughs> I yeah. think
3: people are just really happy to have like this little piece of history, like this little time capsule of challengers that are like coming back to show that, you know, they mm-hmm. still got it. Yeah. So I like having both of them.
4: I They're do too. Fun. I think there's room for both. Hmm.
3: So- yeah oh yeah, definitely play between two worlds it's great yeah. it's like yeah. i like and it. then have us go
4: against each other in the future listen
3: baby. i <laughs> thought that they were gonna do that at some point like bring back all the old people like a couple years ago and then have us go against you little idiots and then see hey. what happened. but instead here i am <laughs> old idiot with the young folks
2: Hey, listen, Anissa, you're doing you're doing the best of both worlds right now, and you're crushing it.
3: So I
4: love live that. it up,
3: girl. Live it up. I am. I'm gonna do it until I can't walk. Love that. That's right. No, I'll probably stop before then. <laughs> can't wait
2: to see a hall brawl in wheelchairs. Of <laughs> <laughs> a
1: fucking
3: walker.
4: That's actually a good idea. To- <laughs>
3: It's a good idea. Scratch that. I I show up as the host with like a walker with two tennis
2: balls. (laughs) Just ready. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And you know, you know, this is, I mean, a little off topic, but we had TJ on not too long ago and he was just raving about what it's been like to work with you over the years. So I'm just curious, like, what is it like to work with him from your perspective?
4: Uh, He is awesome. Yeah. You know, he he is a a humble celebrity. So he. You know, oftentimes when you deal with, with talent like on camera talent like that, they, they can come with their own baggage, but TJ Lavin has none. Yeah, you he's know, the he, best. he is one hundred percent in for whatever it is and and you know, without complaint. So I can't I can't send and he's just a pro, man. I mean he handles everything without without any issues. He comes ready, he serves it up, you know, he and, and he gets it done. Mm-hmm. so he I, I wouldn't have anybody else do this it, you know it, it, I hope that I never have to be faced with such a thing
1: Aww.
4: um and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that he he will probably outlive me in
1: this so, so, we're
4: good buddies now Aww, and he's, a, he's great
1: so, so sweet
3: yeah we yeah. feel the same about him he's mm-hmm. a great guy and mm-hmm. he's definitely become part of our family now so it would be weird without TJ yeah.
4: oh I can't even think of it I, cu- I couldn't imagine it you know
1: mm-hmm so,
3: yeah, who else is gonna give you shit? I mean, you can't because you're you're giving us <laughs> shit literally to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who else is gonna be like, yeah, you're gonna try? Are you gonna yeah. quit? I hope you're not gonna quit, like, right? And that's how he really feels about stuff. Like he's not getting paid to say that. No. I love that his real personality always comes out. You know, he's he's really a part, of, a big part of the game.
4: For sure, and he would be a real good player
3: yeah yeah
4: he he would be a dangerous personality in that house
2: because we would all love him we just like his political game would be through the roof and then he would actually compete
4: yeah yeah and he doesn't have an off switch either he's he's like he's one of those guys yeah totally
2: well listen booth we have one more question for you and he said would you like to do the honors no, because I feel like he's going to try and escape this question, too. OK, well, you you can't escape this one. So I'm going to put you on the hot seat one more time the Last question. We ask everybody this question, but I really am excited for your answer. So if there was like a <laughs> challenge Mount Rushmore and you could put Uh-oh. like anybody from the past, anybody from the present on this Mount Rushmore, you had to pick like, I don't know, two girls, two guys, something along those lines. Who would you pick? <laughs>
4: I, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's like TJ, 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 and TJ.
4: <laughs> I mean, if you're right. a, like somebody that it, you know that that immediately comes to mind is DM Brown.
2: Oh, so, I love that. Yeah, That's but, the first time we got that yeah, answer too.
4: Yeah, uh, no, she was she was awesome. So I would you know I would be happy to have her you know working with me anytime. Mm-hmm. But oh, jeez, man! Above and beyond that, I'll leave it to y'all to to figure yep. that out.
3: <laughs> right? So. She could just she could just stand up there by herself. Actually, I would have been fine with that.
2: Oh,
1: yeah.
3: I love that! I think that was a great answer. Well,
2: Justin, thank you so much for coming have on the podcast. It. You're the best, yeah. especially when we're not running a final with you. Like, like it's really yep. easy to love you I'm right you now. you at checkpoints. <laughs>
3: so nice.
4: Well, listen, I love doing it. I, lo- I love doing it. I love having all y'all out. And, you know, just because I'm beating you up when you're on the game doesn't mean that I'm not worried about you. So.
3: Aww. <laughs> we know. We know. Mm. Well, thanks so much for pushing
2: us to our limits and watching us grow as people. And seriously, it's been an honor to have you on. So thank you.
4: Thank you all very much. I appreciate it.
3: The amazing, amazing Justin Booth, just full of all the information that we want to hear, that we love to know. Mm -hmm. Justin is an amazing man, and I'm so happy that he could give us his time today to uh, tell us what... It's all about behind the scenes. Totally. And you
2: know what? It's so much nicer talking to him on this podcast than it is on a real challenge because even as sweet as he sounded, that motherfucker is ruthless in the best way possible. And he's the reason why the show is as savage as it is. So thank you, Justin, for coming on. But Anissa, even though he spilled a lot of the tea, this is Challenge Confidential. So we need a little bit more from you. We're going to squeeze that pulp out of your beautiful orange. I don't know if that was <laughs> if that was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know what I meant by that. We are gonna, we are gonna gut that bit out of your beautiful avocado. We're gonna do it. You know, Tori has such a way with words that uh, she doesn't think before she says them. But when she says them, they're like magic. I'm Thank you, my dying. little my little kitten magician. All right. So for challenge confidential today, we have my orange and its juices, its pulp. We also, okay, during the final, you're getting like trailed by like um you know different like four-wheelers. Um there was a uh pickup truck behind us that I'm just like, "Why are you following us? We're going to the same spot. We can't make any weird turns. You know, you guys are really giving me anxiety." So I definitely talked to the truck a lot, which I probably wasn't supposed Were to. Were they the camera guys? That's not the real c- um So the crew can come behind you with it, Mm. but they're riding in and they'll hop out. Gotcha. As you know. Okay, yeah. But there was also crew on four-wheelers that would go ahead of you to get certain shots. But here's the shady part. Mm. We're on our bikes, we're cruising, and who of all people comes, Uh. TJ, on his souped-up bike, with the beautifully pumped wheels he had like a mountain bike we had like street bikes with like three gears that were pieces of shit. tj came and would ride between us and around (gasps) us and like do tricks and shit and i'm like not cool bro because i have no brakes oh my
2: god you know what's funny is that actually brings me to his interview back when we were doing double agents he was like yes sometimes i'm running the final with you guys Now this is coming full circle because he was talking about when he was running it with you guys. I'm sure other finals too, but more specifically and recently with you.
3: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And when we were in the canoes, he would come up on his challenge speedboat and be like, guys, it's just straight ahead. I'm like, you know that you're making waves right now, right? Oh, shit. We were like stop riding near us TJ we love you but get the fuck away <laughs> sabotage It was I'm like why are you doing we have an amazing lead <laughs> oh why god. are you making waves They're, he's in a speedboat we're in this tiny fucking canoe
2: Oh
3: my and god And then um and I will say little teaser not a spoiler but a teaser Love this
2: love this for us That
3: uh, TJ is a really big team player in this Ooh. final and you will get to see why
2: Fuck, another cliffhanger. Wasn't ready for that, Anissa. Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Well, I'm excited to watch the end of this. This has been one of my favorite challenges I've ever watched. So I can't wait to see the actual season finale. Anissa, it's been amazing supporting you. You are crushing this final. Like, honestly, I expected it. Thank you. But it's amazing to watch you do it. Tell people where they can follow you and where they can send you some fan love.
3: You can follow me at the Puzzle Mistress. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's that's not me. But it it might be my next tattoo. You never know. I might it might like be my next a parallelogram. Tattoo. No. <laughs> a parallelogram with Mistress inside of it. You don't know, but it's a possibility. I'm so excited for that. You can send me your craziest tattoos too. Mm-hmm anisa mtv that's a n e e s a mtv on instagram slide into my dm semi fun things words of encouragement like i said your craziest wild tattoos keep it kind of you know pg-13 please and where can they find you Tori? Guys,
2: you can find me at Tori underscore deal on Instagram. Send me pictures of that pulpy orange juice. You know I love a good pulp. Thank you to the morning vitamin C dose that I get. Anissa, it has been an honor watching you. (laughs) It's been an honor watching you kill this season. And guys, continue to watch the biggest event in Challenge history, the Challenge All-Stars, which is streaming now
3: exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Yes, and just a heads up, we'll be off next week for the 4th of July holiday. So catch up on any episodes you might have missed, and we'll be back soon to cover part two of the All-Stars Final on MTV's official Challenge podcast.
4: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own.